everybody, it's Mrs. Gillespie. And Mr. Hosini. Welcome to today's episode of In the Middle Of. Every day, we're gonna give you a different scenario that you might find yourself in the middle of. So, sit back, get comfortable, pour yourself a nice cup of coffee. Or just grab some fruit. And here we go. All right, everybody. We are here, and it is time to put Mr. Hosini in the hot seat. So what inquiring minds want to know is, what is the grossest thing you have ever had to do? You're gonna have to rephrase that so that it's in the context of our podcast. Yeah. If we were to have stumbled upon you in the middle of the grossest thing you have ever had to do, what would we have found you doing? That's a great question, and three different stories come to mind. I'm just gonna warn everybody. I might come up with other ones. No, the real <laughs> warning is two of them involve poop. Of course, because that's gross. And one involves something very rotten in a fridge. Oh, we have similar gross stories. I, maybe, maybe. maybe it's just like as, a, as a, an adult or as a parent, things always involve cleaning up poopy children or poop from children or cleaning up rotten things in the fridge that you've forgotten about because Mm. of all the children? Well, neither of mine were children, um, well, not my children. Okay. Child. Okay. I don't have secret children. (laughs) Anyway, go. Well, I've got lots of children. Some are mine that I have at home. Where are your other children? They're they're students at school. Oh, right, those children, right. I have lots of those children. Yes. And so the first (laughs) situation, and so then as I'm thinking about it, each of the situations, I also feel like I reacted the same way when something Mm. really gross happened. So um, the first story I can think of that comes direct, like to mind right away, had to do with poop, had to do with a middle school camp out, Mm. had to do with um, someone coming to me and saying, um, there's a mess in one of the outhouses and we're not sure what to do. And it's, I mean, it's an outhouse. It's already bad. It is already bad. So when someone notices that it's really really bad. bad. So for anyone who wasn't there and a part of this, I think this happened three years ago, two or three years ago. It was uh, end of the year camp out. It was at Buttle Lake. So we're um, out in the semi wilderness, um, but outhouses at our campsite and a hundred plus kids there and and the weather is horrible, horrible the whole time. Not that that has anything to do with the grossness of the story, but some. But boy, did it rain! Yes, it rained, and and so anyway, some kids come and say there's something awful happening in the in the in the outhouse, and so um, I think at that point, I think there were other teachers around when someone came and said, outhouse, poop, <laughs> we need help, and I remember thinking. There are a number of other teachers that could handle this. I don't think I need to do this. And then realized I have a newborn at home and I deal with, I I had probably two pooping children, well, all children pooping children. (laughs) Everybody poops. Yes, two kids that I'm cleaning up after at this time. So I I just thought I will take this one Mm because I deal with poop on a daily Mm -hmm. basis and I feel like I can handle it. Maybe not everybody would want to. So I, I walked with whoever it was that was I think those that caused the problem were with me. Mm-hmm. And so we walked in, 
push that door open <laughs> to find poop all over the walls and so over the gross. ceiling and over the floor. And my first thought was, how on earth did this happen? <laughs> how did you get it? And I'm looking at these children. I won't identify them by name or gender or anything, even though I probably will drop some names. Um, I'm looking at these boys uh, <laughs> thinking, how on earth did this happen? Please tell me you did not do this with your hands. Please tell me. <laughs> like, I feel like I can, I can clean this up, but I just want to know that this wasn't maliciously smeared or spread around this because it's just going to take it to another level. So when I asked how on earth did this happen because there was so much poop and it was everywhere, they said, well, we thought it would be a good idea to throw rocks down into the pit toilet. And so immediately I was relieved because none of them were doing this with their hands. They weren't mm. like it wasn't ultra gross. Um, they were throwing the rocks down and the splashback so was gross. coming back and going everywhere. And then I thought, I, I think I said, so you did it once and you saw the splash. What made you think you should do it over and over and over? Because this was, it was done a lot. Mm -hmm. And the answer was typical of a middle school boy looking you straight in the eye saying, I don't know. <laughs> and then I just have to believe them because oftentimes they don't know what, why they do these things. So it was, it was a, a combination cleanup where there was two or three boys involved and I said to them, um, this is <laughs> this gonna hurt you more, no, me than it, more than it hurts you. Um, I, I made them carry almost all of the water from the lake back up. And I went in and I splashed and washed down all of the walls and the mm. ceiling and the floors. You're a champ. Well, there was, I didn't want them to get super sick if they got poop. Oh all over them or in their mouth, mouth or whatever yeah no kidding <laughs> sorry that was horrible because how many different people's poop oh, was all over oh. that wall it was horrible i hope you're not eating dinner while you're listening to this yes one. i do apologize second story also has to do with poop um was with my uh next to newborn first child um and we were uh changing him in our bedroom because he was still in our room at that time and I think that we were giving him some uh, air time <laughs> and so that means no diaper just to let things air out so that they're not always in a diaper and uh, and I, I, I picked my son up and I was holding him and I heard the familiar grunt oh. that comes just before oh. the poop and he was pretty fast right then with the grunt and the poop and I was holding him over the bed and oh. I knew that it was going to be horrible. So I put my hand under oh. his bed and I caught it. So gross. And I caught all of it. <laughs> and so it was it was gross, but at the same time, there's something about it's your child. It's it is just like I could wash my hand and it was it wasn't enough that it over spilled my hand. Gross. I caught it all and then was able to go to the bathroom and clean it all up. Now, in those two situations, I remember thinking, this is really gross. But then you have this, um, I don't want to say out-of-body experience, but this, this you just get in this mindset mm. of, I need to take care of this right now. Totally. And, and for me, with poop, 
I can turn those things off so that I'm not gagging and I'm not uh, feeling like I'm going to barf everywhere. I think I mentioned similar that time that I had my friend throw up in my mouth that it was that, yeah, out of body, you just got to deal with the situation. Yes. Mm. So in those gross situations, I just thought, I need to do this. I'm going to take care of it. Now I'm going to rewind time way back probably 13. You grew up in a small town. (laughs) (laughs) It was a cloudy spring day. Um, No, uh, it it wasn't that many, it was maybe 10 years prior. Um, I was a university student and I was working um, at that point in time. I I don't even think it was called Service Canada, but you could um, go through this agency and, and get hired as a student it's just like a student labor type of job. So you you get um, hooked up with this agency uh, that's a, an arm or branch of the government, and um, and and you say, here's the kind of jobs I want to do, and then people go to them and say, here's the kind of jobs that we have, and then they match you up. So every morning I get a call, and uh, and and they'd say, do you want this job? They describe the job and where it was and how much it pays, and you could say yes or no. And so I did that for a summer, and. Um, so one morning I got a call to say there's uh, someone who needs um, four or five people to move them. So I thought, well, that's not bad. I was I was a young guy. I was uh, felt strong. I could I could do that. And so I wasn't too far away. I showed up and there was some other guys about my age and and the house wasn't too big. And I thought this isn't this. You know this can't be too bad and then I looked around and I thought why isn't why isn't there a moving truck or why isn't there any big vehicle to to move things in so then we met the people that were there and um, and they said okay here's the deal open the door I looked in the house and it looked like they were still living there and I wondered I thought I was I took this job today to move someone and then they start explaining that we are packing them up. Oh. So they had nothing packed. And and they were not the cleanest of people. So I want you to imagine going into someone's house. And again, like, like I've said before, I'm not disparaging anybody with any of my stories. But um, I want you to imagine going in a house where uh, it hasn't been clean for a very long time. Mm. And there is uh, there are personal effects everywhere. And um, we were given a roll of garbage bags to pack with. And I was led into the kitchen. And then I opened the fridge and I was asked to pack and clean the contents of the fridge. And I had never up to that point seen uh, such rotten things in a fridge so rotten that I had no idea what they were. Were there maggots in there? Yes, there were. And I, and I remember I remember looking at one thing and the only reason that I knew it was a roasted chicken was because of the container, you know, like the plastic yes. clamshell container from the from the grocery Ew. store. That was the only reason I knew that at one, once upon a time a roasted chicken lived in there. I, I feel like... Most of the stuff in the fridge was like that. It was Gross. just rotten, completely rotten. And and I just thought, I'm throwing this all in the garbage. Mm-hmm. None of this is getting packed. But as gross as it was, as much as it stunk, as slimy as everything was, I just thought, 
I'm not going to say anything to these people. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to like be grossed out and make them feel bad. I'm just going to put my head down and get this cleaned up. And I cleaned that whole fridge, got everything in the, in the bag and cleaned it right out. Now that was, it, it was, it was so gross. The fridge was so gross. Um, and the rest of the house was, was a little bit dirty and the stuff mm-hmm. needed to be packed. But like we were packing dirty clothes. We were packing, uh, cleaning up garbage in, inside different rooms. But as in like I was late teens or early 20s, uh, I had never seen anything like that before. And and there's something was, about somebody else's filth. Exactly. Like, We've our all house got our gets own filth. Gross, yeah. But then at least you know where that came from. Yes. Yes. So anyways, in, in all of those super gross situations for me, um, I feel like I can keep calm because I know what the job is that needs to be done. Mm. I don't know what I'd do if it was if I came upon a gross situation that someone needed help and and I didn't have I didn't owe them anything. Well, it sounds like you have this ability, though, to just, like, turn off your senses and get the job done. So no matter what the gross jobs that may present themselves here, you You sound like the perfect guy for the job. Well, I'm not a a gagger. And I I don't barf easily. So I can't even think about the last time something really grossed me out to the point where I was... Well, I guess I talk about the mouth sweats. I get the <laughs> mouth sweats a lot, but I don't I don't barf hmm. a lot. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's for me in the middle of something super gross. What what's gross. it like for you? Well, I think I have two stories that come to mind and mine'll take very short time to tell because I talk quickly. But one was I have a brother who's quite a bit younger than me, eighteen years in fact. So I was eighteen years old when he was born. And when he was about eighteen months old, he decided to change his own diaper. Oh, no. And I remember walking into his room and the smell hitting me in the face in such a way that I just like, like it almost knocked over. And you could see, yeah, he had to be 18, two maybe. You could see the trail of what he had tried to do. So as he pulled his own poopy diaper off and then crawled up the change table to grab the wipes and used the wall to brace himself here. So there was just oh. smears of poop. It's a carpet room. So it like, oh, it was no. bad. And I remember just screaming like, mom. And I remember her grabbing Isaac and saying, you take him to the bath. She dealt with the room and we tag teamed it. It was gross, but nothing, nothing has actually burned the inside of my nose the way it did when we had to clean out a fridge as well. Um, our good friends who lived in our basement suite went to Europe for six months. And while they were gone, the fridge died. Oh no. And we didn't know the fridge died until halfway through the summer when the smell traveled from the basement suite to upstairs. And we realized that everything, all the meat that had been in their freezer had thawed and was literally like juices like running down the fridge and the walls pooling on the floor. And I imagine a CSI experienced the smell of rotting human flesh to be similar. Like that. And we had two other friends still in town. Shout out to Jamie and Kristen for the work they did helping us here. We we had to call in reinforcements. And I can remember us shoving like Vicks vapor rub in our nose to try to come out and like sniff coffee beans, like shoving stuff up. It actually burned. Like I've never it hurt your eyes and your nose. I don't know. I don't know how people do it, 
when something smells that bad because the smell just takes you over just, oh yeah and I do it definitely triggers the gag reflex for me and then you're like <laughs> yeah oh it's bad okay well it's I, so I've bad. never experienced it that bad it so bad. maybe I am just a uh, a welterweight in this I know in the I actually think you're probably just the most prepared to handle this and I am so thankful for you in my life so that now if this ever happens again we can just make sure, sure you're I'll, the you're my first call I'll probably be busy <laughs> You're never busy. No, I've got a pretty packed <laughs> calendar. I'll probably be busy. Well, thank you for walking us through those disgusting dinner table conversations. It was we hope my horrible pleasure. Yeah, we hope this gave everybody the mouth sweats. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> so what's it like for you being in the middle of something super, super gross? Have conversations with the people around you. See what it was like for them in their most gross situation. Would you have reacted the same way? Are they troopers and just trudge through and do what they need to do? Or does everybody just run away from the disgusting stuff? If you have a good story to share, share with us on our Instagram page at in the middle of or in our Google Classroom in the middle of podcast. We hope you have an awesome day and good luck with the gross stuff. <laughs>